Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Good morning. Olympics on. Yes, I love it. I love, I actually really like like the China Olympics, too, because we get to watch it in the morning. <laughs> so this is live? I believe so, yep. We got to figure that out, right? So they started yesterday. I it's think- 8.50 p.m. in Beijing right now, so this must be live. Yeah, so the Canadian women's um, hockey team already played. They beat Switzerland. Yeah. But it, it looks like they're going to rerun that game at some point this yeah. morning. So you'll be able to watch it live, like, late at night, early morning, and then they'll do replays during the day. I'm yeah, sure. yeah. I, you know what? I should probably not put too much thought in that. You know what I mean? Like for spoilers or whatever? Yeah, yeah. just just watch Most what people are going to know. Like, if Team Canada's playing hockey. Yeah, that's a we good know who's point. on the team yet? <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of My world buddy Junior Kyle guys. made it, yeah. right? Danny Healy. He works at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. I was reading about um, Keith Moon, the the Keith Moon biopic. Mm. One that I find very difficult to believe that it's taken this long for them to go. You know what? We need a, a Keith Moon because he was a he yeah, was no kidding. Nuts. Crazy. Anyway, died uh, way too young. The drummer from the Who. It's going to be called uh, the Real Me, and we'll begin filming in June. If you're a big Who fan, you'll have to watch for that. Topic of the day. 780-989-0957 if you have anything to contribute to the conversation. That's a phone number and a text line. What sketchy things do your employer does your employer do that you can share with us? Keep in mind Or maybe a previous employer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Maybe it was a job you were at. Yeah. (laughs) They did some sketchy things. If you're Worried about using your name? We will definitely leave yeah. you it out of the conversation. Like if you text, you just say, "Hey, listen, don't want my name shared." Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, but whatever details you can give us, I think we could we can have some fun with this. This is because um, the Miami Dolphins ex head coach, who was fired by the team, is claiming that the owner Stephen Ross offered him a hundred thousand dollars for every loss, yeah, so that they could tank the season and get a better draft pick. And he says he turned that down. Ex Browns coach, um, uh, what was his name? Brian? No, not Brian. Jackson something. Hugh Jackson. He stepped up yesterday in an interview and said, oh, yeah, no, this has been happening for years. Yeah. The NFL has been incentivizing losses for a long time. It's not surprising because the draft picks are so valuable in sports now. Yeah. You see teams tanking all the time. They need to purpose. somehow find a way of de-emphasizing the, like, yeah. how huge that is, right? The NHL did a pretty good job, I think, with the lottery. 
So yeah. now it's not like you're guaranteed the first overall pick if you finish last place. I think but. NBA does that too. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, that's, that's what kind of made us get into this like sketchy things your employer does. Yeah. I got one next. Okay, I'll, I'll share mine in a minute. The locker room topic of the day. Sketchy things your current employer or past employer has done. 780-989-0957. We got some really good texts. So the three of us will go around the horn here quickly. Yeah. Tell our stories, and then we'll get into some of the stories that are coming in. When I was younger, one of my first jobs is I worked at this sort of... Uh, it was a restaurant, fruit stand, gas station, ice cream stand. <laughs> I did one of those. Yeah, and, and it was just up the road from me and Yak. Yeah. And uh, I started in the restaurant, um, I, I think because I started in the winter. I was like a prep cook. Okay. And I'm like 12, 13 years old. It was my first job. And um, in the summer, they put me in the ice cream stand, and I worked with a kid I was going to high school with. At the time, um, we would just got into grade eight, and his name was Trent Dick. <laughs> he was on my volleyball team. And Trent had this idea during the summer that we were, and, and at the time it was in the 80s, the dollar comparison between Canada and the U.S. was bad. Yeah. And all the, all the tourists were the, the Americans coming up into Canada. And um, so he did the reverse. Instead of giving back the 30%, oh, yeah. he reversed it on he, them. and. He was so good at it, like because they would go, that doesn't make any sense. And he'd go, bah, that's the way we do it here. And people paid it. So all summer long, we ended up with this extra money, extra money that we would split. Because <laughs> you think about it, yeah. you're not just taking 30%. So, so you were a bad employee. It wasn't your employer doing something sketchy. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> but it wasn't me. <laughs> anyway, um, Jimmy, we'll start with you. I used to work, actually, you saved me from this job. I used to work for a telemarketing company that used to sell uh, fake publications that they were pretending to be other publications. So they were, it what? was, they were duplicating. So there, there was a, uh, like a legit magazine that was put out by the Ontario police. It was called the Ontario Police Report. And they, they were selling ads in a magazine the, that they didn't own. No, but, but then they called theirs the police report. So it was had a different name, but they were pitching it like they were like it was the other publication. So it was like say you have Time magazine. And they're like, yes, this is Time Times. Magazine, wink, wink, but it's Times. Yes. So, oh. and, and then tricking people and into then, thinking. And then, and then people would pay for these. Did they ever release a, a publication? That's where I'm confused here. Half the time, no. If they didn't Why do get we enough, always need more time? <laughs> if they didn't get enough ads. <laughs> if they didn't get enough ads, they just didn't put out the publication. and They still demand payment. And I was in collections, and I didn't realize that they were doing it. And Jimmy had a long career in telemarketing. Aren't, just and and don't get mad when I say this, but aren't all the telecommunication companies not just all of them essentially of, criminals? But some of them actually have legit magazines. Okay, like, let's move like, on. Like, no, but they have legit magazines where they say you know half the proceeds are going to charity, and they actually give it to the charity. Like we, uh, there's okay. one for yeah. the food bank. Yeah. All right. Okay. Grant. <laughs> 
Well, I used to work at a hot tub and pool wholesale store. Yeah. Uh, like a warehouse in Saskatoon. And I remember starting there and I was kind of the only employee at this big warehouse. That's a red flag. <laughs> and I'd have to unload trucks. And I was ripping around the warehouse in a, with the forklift, like, um, moving dangerous chemicals, dangerous goods all around, yeah. loading trucks, unloading trucks, putting them up on, on shelves. And I remember I was like, should I have some sort of training <laughs> or certification or protective gear? <laughs> and they just were like, ah, you know, if anyone comes by, just, just, just lie. The locker room topic of the day. 780-989-0957. On the heels of the... NFL and three teams being sued for racist hiring practices and offering money to tank games and <laughs> seasons. We thought we would do sketchy things your employer or past employer does. Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Carol said, I used to work for an auto body place and the body shop manager used to dump paint and thinner and all kinds of solvents out behind the shop instead of getting rid of it the right way. You know, calling a company to come pick it up and take it away. Yeah. He'd just go in the back alley and dump it out. (laughs) Um, And then he would, on top of that, um, charge the main company and say he had gotten someone to get rid of it and then just pocket that money. Just take the money. Yeah. And meanwhile, he's he's dug a hole in the backyard. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. 780-989-0957. This is from Br- Sketchy things your employer has done or does. This is from Brad who said, don't use his last name. I used to haul fuel for an outfit and I delivered to a small place in BC, south of Valamont. If Valmont. The, if the regular gas wouldn't fit in the tank, it went into the premium, which is a no-no. If the premium didn't fit, it went into the regular, which is okay. So, so I've went, always wondered that. If, he said he'd text the dispatch and they'd give him the thumbs up, do it. So. Yeah, because you... I mean, at this point, you've traveled that far. Vailmont yeah. is out of the way. Oh, yeah. You don't want to have to go back. You know what I mean? So it's I like, can't. yeah, just give them the premium or just give yeah. them the regular. Yeah. 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 I can see that. I often wonder if if it's worth paying for the premium because yeah. you might just be getting <laughs> the regular. There's no way of knowing, right? There's absolutely no way of knowing. Paying an extra, like, 30 cents a liter, too. The locker room topic of the day. Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Sketchy things your employer has done in the past or still doing. We're getting quite a few. Where please don't mention my name, <laughs> <laughs> like this one. Uh, no name, please. I taught English in Asia for many years. My boss ran a school for decades without a visa or a work permit. What? He just used his local wife to run it. So he married someone local, put it in her name, and he ran it. She lost patience with him when he hooked up with one of his students. (laughs) Got him deported. Took the school, the real estate holdings, the intellectual property. (laughs) Took everything. That's awesome. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Sketchy things your employer has done, past and present, 780-989-0957. We got this one. I worked at a sawmill that paid us with firewood, stolen tools, and drugs. <laughs> when I first read that, I thought sawmill restaurant. Oh, no, like, yeah. What? Why are they getting wood? <laughs> yeah, firewood and stolen. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. A yeah. sawmill. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, me too. We can keep going? I think so, okay. yeah. 
Your Room Topic of the Day. 780-989-0957. Sketchy things your employer's done previously. Now, we're taking texts. So this one is... Uh, Christy, who said my employer, my old employer, had a very short temper and would throw things at employees. He wasn't even allowed to have a computer because he would break it off of his desk. <laughs> I don't know if sketchy's the word for that, but yeah, it's more like one of the first raging. radio jobs I had. Uh, see, I Rex the Max FM ninety four. I was um, doing you when back in the day you would go to work and you'd spend the first hour doing commercials. They didn't hire producers, so you were like a a, you literally were a script writer and you voiced stuff and produced everything. And you do a couple commercials, small town radio, right? And then you do your show. Um, And I was in doing my commercials. I had a couple Mm -hmm. that I had to do, and I heard a ruckus, so I step out into the hallway, and literally our boss is standing in the hallway with an employer. <laughs> with his fists up. With the afternoon drive guy from the country station. <laughs> and they're they're treating... <laughs> really? Yes! I'm like, what the hell is going on? But Man. we also worked in a building where the morning show would be at least once a month. No, once... I love his... He's worse than me. He is bad Can for his exaggerations. That? It maybe happened once. No, it <laughs> happened about every six months. There'd be a, there'd be a scuffle. Yeah. But, but twice a year... Um, and one day, and, and I don't think it's anybody would be too surprised by uh, who it is, and you can probably just guess on your own. But one day... Um, and it it got violent. Occasionally, it got violent. Yeah. One day, I heard something, and I w- looked down the hall, and uh, the one announcer had the other announcer by the hair yeah. and was dragging him out of the control room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't they uh, ruin a board, too? Like, they threw that the coffee. That was the fight. Oh, that was, was, that was the, was same, that the, was the fight. same time? Yeah, and because uh, uh, the one guy threw a coffee at Adam and it, like over a board in a like and they just, had you don't do it cost thousands of dollars to damage to the board yeah yeah I've seen yeah. a couple of scuffles at work <laughs> in my day the locker room topic of the day I, I want to keep going on this yeah seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven sketchy things your employer does um so no name on this one um been with this company for over ten years became best friends with one of the owners. Found out last year he was having an affair on his wife with my wife. <laughs> Oof. There is a radio brutal. station in and town. And he's still with the company. Yeah, there's lots of that kind of incestuous stuff in all companies. Yeah. Yeah, I asked if he was still with the company. He can't afford to switch. He probably left his he wife. Said, I can't afford the pay cut to go elsewhere. That's yeah. awkward. But um, there was one There was one radio station. I didn't work there at the time, but I knew some people that worked there. And the program director, which is the the guy that runs day to day operations of a radio station, yeah, we Mad Dogs ours, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, there's a program director, and then there's always a GM, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, they kind of eliminated the GM position eh? in, in most companies. Yeah. So back in the day, though, they used to have general managers that were sort of like the the big boss, right? Yeah. And one Christmas party. Everyone was together. The program director had his wife, and the general manager had his wife. The next Christmas party, the program director's wife came with the GM. (laughs) 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 And no one said anything. It was just, all right, okay. This is how it is. We got a... 
We got a new dynamic here. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. We'll squeeze one more in before we hit the news. Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. This has been fun. I was wait- <laughs> expecting a lot more restaurant ones, to be honest. Yeah, there's some sketchy uh, stuff in the <laughs> restaurant world for sure. Um, I worked in a restaurant many many years ago, and my boss was a um, tyrant, tyrant, tyrant. Um, but anyways, he once dropped a steak on the floor, picked it up, put it in a deep fryer. <laughs> Plated it and served it. Oh, no. He also used to throw baked potatoes at me. <laughs> Three, two, the locker rooms, midget at the movies. I shall call him Minnie. It's like Minnie at the movies, but shorter. Oh, I like that one. Listener picks for the midget at the movies. Stays and confused. Have you seen that? I think. I have seen it, but I think I had to watch it for Midget at the Movies. I think we made him watch it just because of the whole dazed and confused in Jimmy thing. Yeah. Because is, is that the, that's the one where with. All those, right, all right, yeah, all right. Oh, yeah. All right, all right, all right. I did that for Midget. All right. Okay. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, that's, why is that appealing? I love Mrs. Doubtfire. Have you seen I have, it? I have seen it. Robin okay. Williams. That's yeah. a, a great movie. Okay. That's oh, off the, the Shape list. of Water. No, we're, we not, we're, not doing, we're not doing a positive mic pick. I'd much rather play in traffic. <laughs> the Shape of Water is a great choice, though. Sentable Woman just came in from Ozzy. I think that's another one that you, you've He's made He's seen me all the Al Pacino it. movies, haven't you? Yeah. There was something Hoo-ah! about... I'm too old. I'm too tired. There was something <laughs> about this Al Pacino, though. That you didn't like him or something at first, and, and you hadn't watched some of his movies. The the problem was is some of the some of their movies or his movies, I wasn't allowed to watch some of that stuff when I was a kid. Like we were kind of okay. sheltered from on the colony, gangs of New York, oh, frailty, gangs of Matthew, New- Matthew McConaughey, Bill Paxton. Okay, have you seen that one? Which one? Frailty. Doesn't sound familiar, no. A widowed blue-collar worker has a revelation. He must destroy those revealed to him as demons. He then begins the serial killings of God's Hand Killer. I don't, know, I don't know that one it's at all. It's actually a really good movie. Uh, that that one's funny. Bill Paxton directed that one. Juno's funny. Juno? Have you seen <laughs> Juno? That's actually a good movie. That's a great movie. Filmed that's in Vancouver. That's, that's the one with... Uh, I thought it was filmed in Halifax. It, isn't that... No, it's filmed Hal- in Vancouver. One of the guys I worked with the, at the IJ was, you know, the track team running mm-hmm. around? Yeah. He was one of the those guys. Yeah, it's about, cod piece. Uh, it's about the, uh, what do you call that sport? Track and Roller field. derby. Right, yeah. No, that's a different movie. Juno? Juno's the one where Juno's she gets a, pregnant a, in high school. And Michael Sarah's in it. Which is the one with Ellen Page where she's, she's, um, that's, um, she's in the, in the. Whip in, it. Whip it. Yeah, Have whip you seen it. Whip It? No, but that's not a listener pick. Okay. Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> Why is that funny? I don't know why that's Also, fun. it's the, it's, uh, yes, it's the okay. Olympics, Beijing Olympics. Have you seen Big Trouble in Little China? Yes. Okay. That's right. that's Kurt Russell. Yes. Okay. Are you watching movies on your own time? How have you seen all these? <laughs> okay, we are getting the prestige. Vision <laughs> Quest. <laughs> Fried Green Tomatoes. Fried Green Tomatoes. Have you seen that? Please don't. Oh, Whoopi's in that one. <laughs> Is Whoopi- Whoopi's in the news. Oh, yeah. She just got suspended yes. from The View. Okay, there we go. We got one. Thank you, everybody. Fried green tomatoes. Fried green tomatoes. I hate you. This is the Grunt Report.
with Grant Johnson. So they are always trying to find ways to solve the homeless problem in Edmonton, right? And the latest one, an $18 million plan to turn the old Coliseum Inn into housing for the city's homeless has cleared another hurdle. Um, the Coliseum Inn, which is what they want to turn into ho- um, homes for the ho- home. Homes for the Homeless. Uh, If you don't know, that's the old hotel across from Rexall Arena, which is also located above what used to be Pinky's Show Palace, where our very own James Peter White used to be a janitor. Hey, uh, Jimmy, we need to clean up in room three. Don't get me wrong. Bring a bucket. I'm definitely on board with, you know, spending money to give people a place to stay. That's good. But let's just put yourself in their boots for a second. You're homeless. That sucks. It's horrible. It's cold. It's not safe. Someone comes along and offers you a place to live. You take that opportunity. You move in. And then you find out that the room you're living in is the same room that a midget stripper used to do his private shows in. Could you live with that? Or would you prefer to live in a park? Personally? Park. I'd stay in the room, even though it's haunted by a certain little person escort, and it smells like chili that was maybe made by the strip club DJ. I'd stay there. I'd just invest a lot in bleach. Maybe they should put that in the budget. The Grant Report is brought to you by the Freedom Fighter Discount at Tabor Glory Hole Tours. Convoy yourselves over here. Show us your Reform Party membership and save 10% on your tour. Book today at TaborGloryHoleTours.com. And now, another episode of Locker Room TV. i got to show you guys a picture. All right. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Guess how old she is. 67. Oh, yeah. Does it say that on it? It says that in the brown, in the, <laughs> <laughs> the URL or whatever. <laughs> I didn't even think Come that. on. Is that what 67 looks like? Christy Brinkley. Hey? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That, Looking good. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. Jimmy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not an expert on it either. She doesn't look like she's had much work, does she? I don't think she has. She doesn't look much different than she did in her uh, like in no. her earlier years. No, she's she's got a very similar body shape, right? Yeah, like her face. I mean, uh, my guess is there's some Botox. I'm there, sure, which which is fine. fine. She, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I wonder if Billy Joel is kicking himself, eh? Oh yeah, that's right. They were a thing yeah, back in the day. I'm sure he is. <laughs> there you go. I thought I'd show you a picture of that came out yesterday. A side by side of uh, Christy Brinkley from when she was like really, really young. I, I'm thinking 20. Yeah, 21, 22. I would tops. say early 20s. Yeah. yeah, and then 67. Holy crap! Mm. Eh, wow. There you go. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. What are you guys doing? Putting on the foil every game. Yeah, you want some? No. <laughs> Tin foil. Did you know that it doesn't make a difference what side of the foil you use? No. Shiny side or? Uh... Yeah. I always thought, and, and I don't know why, but I always thought, especially when you were using it for barbecuing, there had to be a, a uh, there had to be like the shiny side out or. Yeah, I always thought that too, but I never knew which way it was. I was like, yeah. I, th- I thought it was shiny side 
in because the reflective surface of it. <laughs> I never know. I, I had no idea. Makes, but they're saying it doesn't make any difference? No difference at all. Something to do with the... And they don't even do it on purpose. It it wasn't something that they originally sat down and said, okay, we're going to make two sides to this so that the yeah. one side shiny and one side's dull. Um, and uh, it's it's not the case. I guess the way it's produced, it ends up that Just way. Just the manufacturing it's, process? It's a byproduct, right? Mm. Um, and it should not have any actual impact. I know we're going to get people that are listening right now that are like, that's crap! Uh, Jimmy, I don't think, believes it. I have no idea, because I still have no idea which way you're okay. supposed to do it either. Usually, like, when we have... I these thought it had something. Studies. I thought barbecuing you had to do it a certain way. I, I thought because yeah, the heat would reflect off of the shiny <laughs> side, or it would bring the heat closer to it, or something. But whenever I do my potatoes, I put the shiny side in. Yeah, <laughs> makes a difference, doesn't it? Even on some recipes, it says put it on the. Uh, no, it doesn't. No, no, it's non no stick, non stick. No, so look that up. Is there any recipes that give you directions on how to use the no, tin foil? Non-stick. I don't even know how to look for that. I don't even know how to. Somebody is listening right now that that knows. Maybe it. some like old like family recipes that your great grandma wrote down on a cue card, and she put in there. Possibly, yeah. What are you talking about? Stick? Are you saying that one side sticks less than the other? That's what uh, Marson just said, uh, or he thought the same thing, that the one said okay, that, never the sh- that the shiny side is less sticky. <laughs> so we're all... All of it. We've all been fooled. We've been brainwashed. Yeah, we've been fooled. Locker Room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So what does this poll say? 70% of people in the States say it's time to accept COVID here and get on with our lives. So eliminate all the mandates, all the restrictions, masks, everything. Let's just get rid of it and let's just, that's 70%. So do you think that number would be similar here in Canada? Andy sent us a CTV poll. I never know how true these are. And it was from Calgary from a few days ago that said, is it time to drop um, COVID restrictions in Alberta? And 80% of the people voted yes. 81% voted yes. So that's an indicator. There was almost 10,000 votes on that. Um, The one difference between us and the states, I would say, is that we have a much higher vaccination rate. So we, I wonder. We also did more. I, I, we also had more restrictions. Yeah. So there might be. Depending state by state. But. Yeah. Um, there might be um, more fatigue in Canada. Yeah. I think there's that. That that would play into the equation. So right? I think we would be around the 70, 80 percent. 70, 80? I, I, don't, I guess so. I don't know. Where, where did you start to have a moment of, all right, this is, I think this is too much now? Um, I don't know. I don't know when. I'll be was. honest. It was the third lockdown. <laughs> it was for me. It was the fall. The fall. I started to have moments of, is this going to work anymore? Yeah. Well, I Why was like, okay, we how the last like not lockdown, I would say, but before Christmas, just the like 
the last time they announced, like, okay, no alcohol after 11 p.m. And, like, those weird rules they keep putting in that don't yeah, make like, sense to me. Like, yeah. uh, after 11, you are more you have more of a chance of getting yeah, COVID. Yeah, when people like, are just, like, on New Year's Eve, just yeah. going to go to a house party then, which happened. Yeah. Like, where they're less safe, like, where they're going to be more in each other's faces. Because at least if you're still at a bar drink and you have, you know, security or bouncers going, okay, you know. You, or you're sitting at a table. Like, and... and but the the bouncers stop you from wandering from table to table. And- so I was probably around that time when I was like, the, the thing where I go back and forth is I'm like, we, you know, it's been two years, whatever it's been. I'm like, yeah, we do have to get on with it. Mm-hmm. But then I feel guilt for people that, you know, are immunocompromised or older or. Yeah. I'm like, are we just throwing them to the wolves then because I want to go to a bar after 11? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've struggled with that too, yeah. with the with my own sort of guilt revolving around it. But yeah. I got to be honest, a lot of my compliance, and again, um, I hope this doesn't upset anybody. But my compliance, I was more concerned about perception mm-hmm. and what people would think of Lachlan from the radio breaking a rule than right. I was about. <laughs> That I cared more about the rule. Do you understand what <laughs> you I'm saying? You cared more about that than, yeah. That, that had the, the more weight. The image of you breaking the rule. The decision to do what I did and comply and just follow the rules had more to do with what I thought Although, people would be It would have been yeah, saying. Because we, we go on air, we say, okay, you need to stick to these restrictions. These are the restrictions, and then we go out and we break all of them. Although it would, that, have, been, yeah. it would have been more on brand for you to be in a store. On the news, not wearing a mask, yeah. in a yelling fight. at people. I, I wore my mask. That, I know, yelling but, at, I could see you yelling at people. But people think of you as an anti-masker. I know. I know. Anti-climate yeah. climate like, change. You don't, you don't believe in climate change. So I'm it would a bit have been of a rule follower, though. It would have been on brand for you to. <laughs> <laughs> your daughters like don't think that you think COVID's real. I <laughs> I know. I I find I find you know some of our the flu vaccine breaks from you know a couple years ago oh, it sounds like an anti-vax <laughs> yeah <laughs> so anti-vax. it might have done good things for the show if you were in a walmart fighting somebody about a mask <laughs> and then you get your ass handed to you <laughs> no i i'm ready i think a lot of people are yeah. they're, they're i see i still here's the other equation here's where i'm also torn i really don't want to get it and and i'll tell you why because i know my luck is i get it and I get yeah. all the dick side effects. <laughs> There's a new one, although uh, you're you're snipped anyways. You got him cut the off. What's new? What's the new dick? I one? saw this this morning actually. I was gonna send it to you. Uh, it's causing men to lose their fertility temporarily. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, like it's just it's all penis related. <laughs> Everything That's about COVID now is just turned into your dick's ED gonna fall off. And, yeah. yeah, losing size. But your uh, your compliance is also you're worried about your wife getting sick because no, when she, no, my wife's she's very healthy. His concerns uh, for his own wiener are also concerns way, for his wife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have way more concerns about. Uh, you know, listen, I wanted to do the right thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's interesting how the conversations are shifting now. Because I've been saying, I, I've hinted, I've slipped little odd co- things in over the last six months. Like, yeah. why are we doing this? Are the people that aren't going to get vaxxed, are we ever going to convince them? No. Yeah. Are we locked down for the vaccinated now? Or are we locked down for the unvaxxed? Like, I keep I slipping think- these... You, like you've said it before, you kind of got to watch for yourself. So I'm like, now it's kind of like, I'm like, 
okay, maybe this situation I don't want to go to because I don't want to be around COVID that much. So I'm not going to go to a private party at a bar yeah. after hour sort of thing. Like, <laughs> you know, like just making those decisions for yourself, being like, do I really need to be there in that situation? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I think we're at a point. That was a bit of a job there, eh? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, and not just to me. I think we're at a point. The, the thing I wanted to say at the end of this, the point of bringing this up when I saw this, I was sort of thinking to myself, I think we need to get to a point where we can have civil conversations about the next steps, mm-hmm. right? I think that's important, and I think it's on all of us individually yeah. to, regardless of where you're at, whether or not you're still too scared to go into work, which is fine. You're yeah, allowed yeah. to work be, from home. right? All of these, all of these feelings are still very viable, yeah. And I think we have to have not some patience, yeah, with the with the conversations that we need to have to get to the next steps. Everybody is is all I'm saying, yeah. Because we are going to be having conversations about not having to have a QR code to go into a restaurant, which, um, according to reports, could be next week. We are going to get to a point where we are possibly having a conversation about not having to wear masks out and about. You know, mm-hmm. um, at least for March. Best yeah. March ever. I'm still not okay. I'm still okay. If somebody tells me I have to wear a mask, I'm still yeah. fine. I don't think that's tyranny. Like, I don't think we're turning into China because I have to wear a mask to go yeah. get a, a 15 pack of beer. Okay. Like, <laughs> Just I, a 15 pack? Like, I'm, I'm tired of the conversation at a bus stop when people come up and go, why are you wearing the mask? You're propagating the news and trying to get you want Canada See, to be communist. But it works like, it works on both sides, right? The, I mean, I think that group has to also be okay with 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 the conversations, having civil conversations. Everybody does. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Cuz we got to move on. We really really do. That, now, that's the only reason I brought up during the news like, are they going to stay in Ottawa? Like, is the Coots thing still? Like, we're lifting all this. These conversations have been going on now for the last couple of months. It had nothing yeah. to do with the the trucker convoy. Like, I understand yeah. you have the right to protest. It was peaceful. Great. But, hey, we can, we can get back to normal here, everybody. Right? Mm-hmm. Eventually. Go team. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. On time and under budget. Sounds like it, too. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.